Hi, I'm Alex Escobar, and welcome to Screw the Stock Market, where we'll explore the world of alternative investments outside of the stock market so we can change our lives, take control of our future, and find those coveted low-risk, high-reward opportunities for building wealth. Let's do it. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Screw the Stock Market, where we talk about investing outside of the traditional stock market and 401k and all that other stuff. We focus on alternative investments and other paths towards building wealth. And the main reason is to take control of our finances and our lives and our futures. And so today we are talking to Travis Smith from Tribe Vest, and he has a service that he's going to talk about where he helps you to essentially pool together with other investors, what he calls a tribe and saying, hey, you, me, the other person, let's pool our money together and see what we can invest in. It's very similar to apartment syndication, but it's a little bit different. So what do you think about it, Aziz? I thought it was interesting. Uh, I like the idea of collective investing. I mean, I, I should like it. We're all, you and I are getting ready to do it. And we've, you've been doing it for a long time. So yeah, almost five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, so it's something that we definitely agree with. It's definitely the easiest way to build wealth. I mean, can't do it alone. So I, I was definitely down with that. And then this story of how he got into this with his family and then spun it off into a business that helps other people do it was interesting. Great. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, the first step is always hard. And there's a bunch of advantages to doing this together. So hopefully you take away a lot from the show and consider Tribe Vest. It's something that maybe you, you and I, for the call that we're having in five minutes, we were going to consider doing exactly that, but doing it ourselves. We didn't even know what Tribe Vest was yet. And so you're, you have legal training and all that stuff. So a lot of the, the parts of the service that he does, you might be able to do on your own, but there's some really cool things that I think are pretty unique about it. So hopefully you find a lot of value in the show today and enjoy the show. Okay, Travis, thank you so much for being on the show with us. We're really excited to have you. So Travis, normally what we'll do is we'll have you, you know, start by introducing yourself, telling us a little bit of the personal side of who you are, where you came from and how you got to where you are. And then we'll jump into Tribe Vest and the specifics of your angle and your opportunity that you're sharing with us. Okay. Thanks guys. Yeah. So glad to be here. I've been looking forward to this conversation. I'm Travis Smith, founder and CEO of TribeVest, and TribeVest makes it really easy for people to come together to invest in whatever it is, and so you don't always have to go it alone. And a little bit about me is I graduated in finance, was hired and recruited and, and trained by Morgan Stanley in New York City and was interested in helping people build wealth. I think really that came from, I was interested in helping myself build wealth and what a cool career to be able to help others build wealth. And it didn't take long for me to realize that was not the industry to be in to help other people build wealth. It was all about investing in the stock market and packaging up the stock market and other financial products in all sorts of different ways. But in the end, it was, it was all kind of coming back to the same asset class. I often say I was saved by software, spent uh, a lot of time in the financial tech, fintech space. Most recently was uh, strategic alliances and enterprise payments for a company called Jack Henry and Associates. And there's about three, 3,000, 4,000 banks 
run on that Jack Henry software. And we would go out and sell those different technologies, that software, not just to banks, but to non-FIs as we called them. And so it was always integrated into the, the banking system and figuring out how to move money was a little bit of my thing. And, and then in parallel to my professional career, my brothers and I wanted to invest in the private markets. And as many of you, your audience knows, and like to do that, there's a capital requirement to do it. And, and we didn't have that capital. We had good jobs, right? We were making good income. We were, had our 401ks. Some of us even had our residential homes. But when it came to having an extra 25K, 50K, 100K to invest in, in the private markets, and in, in our case, we wanted to invest in real estate, it, it was just hard to do on your own. So we came together on a fishing trip. I said, listen, let's stop talking about deals that we can't afford and let's form an investor group, form an LLC, open up a business bank account, start putting capital in there on a consistent basis. For us, that was $500 each a month. And between the four of us, that was $2,000 a month. And eventually one investment led to another, led to another. And we've realized guys by forming and funding that investor group that we unlocked a future and changed our family's trajectory in a way that we could have never done on our own. And, and that's when we kind of realized that this idea of investing as a tribe is much bigger than us. And uh, Kyle started to ask us about how can you help, can you help us form an investor tribe? And, and that was a little bit of the origins of where Tribe Best came from. How long did it take you to go from when you first started to that moment where you're like, oh my God, I think we made it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, going back to the origins of not having any kind of lump sums or discretionary capital sitting around and kind of wondering like, how the heck do we invest in a, at the time I'm dating myself here, but we were trying to invest in like hundred thousand dollars, single families. And so how do you come up with 30, 30 K just was something that we couldn't do on our own. So from that moment that we said, listen, let's form an LLC, open up a business bank account. First, it took us much longer to do that than we had expected. It sounded easy, but once we kind of figured it out, it took us a while to do that. So it took us a few months to actually set things up. And then when we started to do $500 each a month, so that was $2,000 a month. And it was about 12 months in. So we, we raised about $24,000. I think that our investment was a 30,000. So we came in with a little bit more. So it took us about 24 months or I'm sorry, 12 months, um, 12 months to raise 24,000 and ultimately getting over this threshold pull to 30,000 to actually make an investment now. But when did we start to feel like investors, right? It was the day we opened up that LLC that opened up that business bank account and put our capital in. We, we felt it like we were like, man, we're doing this. We're, we're investors. So I think that was more that aha uh -huh, Aziz that you're kind of asking for it. Like we hadn't invested really, but we felt, and we knew we were investors. Once we had this tribe, we had capital and it was just going to be inevitable. We were going to invest. It was a matter of when. But that was kind of the moment. 
I really that was more, yeah, I like it, but it's more of the moment when in your mind you became an investor, but like, when did you feel like financially you guys have kind of, and this was working? Because one of the things that a lot of people feel is that this is too much. I don't know. It's going to take forever. They kind of equate it to the same thing as the stock market where you have to wait like 30 plus years before you see any type of real returns. So like we want to show that this is a faster path. So how, what's the window before you were like financially, we think we made it. Right. Well, as you guys know, I feel like wealth is, it's a little bit like well-being, like financial well-being. It's a little bit like your health. And I do feel like we did get on a healthy, wealthy mindset, like out of day one, like it really was like we started feeling better. Right. And I'll come back to answer your question, but just to kind of say what comes with this investing as a tribe, you think about it. Yeah. We only had a couple thousand dollars in those first couple months, but when we were at a cocktail party or whatever, and we told people that we had an investor group and that we were looking for deals all of a sudden, like opportunities started to find us, right? And opportunities we never saw before. Like we had no idea people were talking about these deals or we were just one or two degrees away from like some really interesting stuff. But as soon as we said we were owners of an investor group, all of a sudden like things started to change. And again, it was like this mindset switch. And, but when did we start to feel financially independent? I don't know. It, it, I think it was more about the steps we were taking and less about the return or the cash flow. Certainly after the first deal, we got confidence that we could do a second deal, right? We got confidence we could do a third deal. So the momentum really started to build once we had our first deal, but it all kind of led to this this feeling of confidence that we're all looking for, that security, right? We knew we could do this. And I didn't have that feeling on my own, but together with the capital coming in, we knew we could do it. And I'll say that I agree completely that mindset matters almost more, right? Like to to call yourself an investor. I mean, I took a a whole separate training on, on acquiring businesses, which is a whole nother thing, right? I'm coming from a real estate background. And the first thing that they ask you to do is change your social media profiles, change your LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. put investor in the title so that you can actually put it out to the world that you're an investor. And it's a mental leap for, it was for me too, is to say, how do I publish that, publicize that to the world when I haven't bought anything yet, when I'm not, but I was. And I think it's so key because you never would have bought something until you, you, in your mind, you were like you all, you had to be before you could. And I like, isn't that funny? Just how important that is. And I think about myself 10 years ago, that was such a thing to get over. And I think when we talk to our TribeVest customers, they're in the same boat. A lot of them actually are professional investors that are scaling their business faster with TribeVest. But, Mm. you know, a lot of them look like my brothers and I 10 years ago. And that's, something that they're working towards. But again, forming that tribe was that one step. They're starting to put capital in. The other thing our tribes, uh, a lot of them have in co- uh, common, I don't know if with your audience as well, but was a reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kawasaki. I think that was maybe the very first step where I read it and kind of the whole, like I kind of got it. I had an aha moment. Now, how I was going to do it, I had no idea, but at least I kind of 
understood how the investing world worked after that. There's a few books like that, but that was a big moment for me too. That seems to be the gateway book for everyone. (laughs) It's just so simply written. Like I like credit. It's just so simple. Right. And then as you're reading, you're like, is, is he talking down to me? And then it it like hits you like a sledgehammer. You're like, no, he's not talking down. He just laid it out so great that it, and I think that happens at different points for different people. But I think he also is talking down. <laughs> Alec and right, I like, yeah, I am down here, right? You're right. You're right. There is a, uh, he has a level of loathing for anyone who hasn't made it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a controversial guy. But I mean, like, especially for me, like I read the book and I, I had this image of who he was going to be. And then you start watching his YouTube videos and he's not the sweetest, gentlest guy. He's pretty rough around the edges and. Uh, he's very opinionated, but I think he's just kind of telling it like it is. And sometimes some of those realities are kind of hard for us to face when we've been living our lives and on this other path that we now realize, Hey, maybe that's not getting us where we want to go. So yeah, it's, I still refer to the book. I mean, even the concept we were just talking about of like believing that you're an investor before you can do the things that an investor does. I mean, he, he mentions it in his book. It's be, do, have, right? It's first you have to be the investor, then you can do the things that the investor does, and then you're going to have the things that the investor has, but you first have to kind of believe it yourself. So it's, it's all, all goes back to that. hundred percent. So, so I love the idea of TriVest, especially that lonely, you know, that, Hey, I'm figuring this out and I'm on my own and I'm scared to pull the trigger. Tell us specifically now how what you're doing relates to that origin story of you and your brothers, but like now what's available to me and Aziz and our our audience, what, how does what you have differ from that origin story? Yeah. I mean, I think when people started to figure out the, the, some of the deals we were investing in and and the things we were doing and they were like, realized like, wait a minute, I have a tribe. Can you help me form a tribe and and do that, do what you and your brothers are doing as well? And uh, I think we had to think about like, what would we do differently if we could do this all over again? And the answer was everything. Like we did everything wrong. Fortunately, we're, we persevered and we're able to experience the freedom that we now have, but we did everything wrong. And the reason is because it's, it's so antiquated, right? And we didn't come from a country club network where you have your attorney and you have your advisors and 10,000 here to, to put together a entity, no big deal. Let's do it. But that's the truth. Like, I think like the society tells kind of everyday people that you don't invest together, right? Well, if you ask the wealthy, they'll tell you invest with people you like and trust. And they do it because they're setting it up the right way. And really what we've done is we've reverse engineered what's been tried and proven for hundreds of years and making it really easy to form a partnership all online, formalizing it with an LLC, articles of organization. We're integrated with all 50 states, secretary of states. So all this is happening on the platform within minutes of getting back your articles of organization from the state. We've opened up an FDIC insured business bank account uh, while walking you through the operating agreement, right? The bylaws, the, the seven or eight things that you want to make sure that you're making decisions on as you're inviting your tribe in and everybody's agreeing to everything. So just setting it up the right way, 
protecting those relationships so you can go forward confidently, right? And, and, and know that when the what ifs happen, and they do, that it's not a big deal. It's not emotional. You just go back to the operating agreement and say, oh, okay, this is how we handle that. And so just that the peace of mind that we bring being a neutral third party to help you set this up the right way is all something we do on this platform. And then you get to the dashboard, right? Transparency, all members are on there. Super easy to make your capital contributions. We're tracking your capital contributions so you know exactly how much ownership and you know that you have in the in the multi-membered LLC. A uh, place to vote and operate, send your payments or make wire, bill pay, however you want to transact. We turn every single deal on and off the internet into a multiplayer experience. And, uh, and we do it for $29 a month, if you can believe it. Very interesting. Now, that's really timely, actually. After this call, Aziz and I are going to join with some other folks in our community to talk about investing together. It's today, right? It's Yeah, it's today. It's right after this. Yeah. So it's really time. And so what are the questions we should be asking to the group and and discussing? So we're going to be talking about different strategies, like when you have different people have different timelines and different preferences and different levels of involvement. Tell me about just kind of how you, I mean, do you actually coach us through that or tell us more? What should we be talking about? So we're building a scalable platform. So you can do everything on the platform yourself, right? And that's how we're going to put a big dent in this universe, right? So again, you don't always have to go to level. You have to learn and level up on your own. You have to invest on your own. But what TriBest enables is you don't always have to. And we're leveling up. Anytime you're leveling up to doing a new type of asset or a new deal or trying to do more deals faster, trying to scale your business, you can now do that with your tribe. And and a little bit of what you guys should do. So get on a call and make sure you're aligned. Like, are you aligned? And there's a couple of ways you can go about it. Nothing aligns a tribe like a deal, right? So if you have a deal and you can align on it, right? And so that's a great way to zoom in and make sure you're aligning. If you don't have a deal, but you have this kind of idea, or we're going to invest in these types of things. And just the more you talk about it and the more you kind of go through it in terms of how are we going to do this? Are we just going to put the capital in? And then when the deal comes about, are we going to talk about it and make a decision together? Or is there an expert in our tribe that, you know, hey, when they they have the experience and when they find a deal, we'll all come in together, right? And, and we'll have the capital and that'll enable the deal. So you think about it, there's just all sorts of ways that tribe makes sense. Are we going to do one deal or are we going to like keep doing deals? Mm-hmm. And are we going to put capital in on a regular basis, which is what my brothers and I did? Or when the deal comes, do we all put in 50K or 20K or 5K or what, like whatever that deal is? So those are all things that you can talk about on your call. And then TriBest gives you the ability to kind of build a plan on the platform and you can share it out with your tribe. And it's a way to get on the same page, right? And in addition to providing those tools, 
you do get access to our onboarding specialists. So they're happy to talk you through the different rules of the bylaws and the operating agreement. So setting it up as a member managed, right? Where we're making decisions together or is it a manager managed that we're kind of designating someone to make these decisions for us? How do, what's the dissolution look like when it does happen, when the deal is done, how does this go? And again, stepping you through that. And then that onboarding specialist is also available to do a tried call. Right. So, hey, we have lots of questions about how this all works. Can you help us do that? And again, that's part of the service that we offer. Very interesting. Okay, great. So what about in terms of asset classes or anything like that? Like are people in that are working with you, are they investing in anything? Like I do apartment syndication. People can, I mean, is it just very open-ended? People can do whatever they want through TribeVest? Yeah, yes. So we've been very intentional, right? Like we've had a lot of pressure to kind of bring deals to our tribes, which we could do, but like, we feel like our purpose in the world is to really make group investing safe, easy, affordable, and fun or warm. Like, so it's, it's just like standard. And to do that, that's why we're just focused on form, helping form the entity, helping that entity manage, protecting those relationships and those stakeholders. But what's cool is as a result, like our tribes are using this for all sorts of things. I mean, everything you could imagine, right? Some of the, you know, more common ones, of course, are real estate across all kind of strategies and asset classes. A lot of short-term rentals, flippers on the active side, vacation homes. On the passive investing side, tribes are coming together to invest in real estate syndications and get over those thresholds, right? So a lot of those real estate, commercial real estate, mixed-use real estate syndications have a 100,000, 50,000, maybe 25,000. But either way, those are kind of big chunks to do on your own. Maybe I can do one one on my own, or I could do five. I could say yes to five deals if I did it and diversify if I had a tribe of five, let's say. So those are great applications, but you know, you might, people are investing in uh, race, race horses, right? Coming off of the Kentucky Derby, fine art, wine, turnkey, single family rentals, collectibles, crypto, of course, all sorts of blockchain technology. Yeah. I mean, oh, startups, right? People are investing in startups and, you know, what a great way to become an angel investor in different businesses. So a franchises, you name it, like they're, whatever they're passionate about is what they're investing in. I had a quick question. So you were saying that one of the things that kind of inspired you to create the business was to avoid, help other people avoid some of the mistakes that you made early on when you were starting your own venture with your family. Can you give an example of like a mistake that you made early on that this could have helped with? Just to kind of yeah. uh, use an idea of things to kind of look out for. Yeah, it was 100%. Like, I think the big thing here is we, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say it, but we didn't even have an operating, right? Like we kind of had some notes in email, but we didn't have an operating agreement. And the thinking there was, hey, we're close. Our bond is so tight. Like, you got to watch out for family the most. (laughs) We'll figure it out, right? And that's who needs it the most, right? Is that what you just said? 
Yeah, that's exactly why you want an operating agreement, right? Because when things come up, you don't want it to be emotional in the moment, right? And if you don't know how you're going to handle it, guess what? It's going to get emotional in the moment versus, hey, how are we going to handle this distribution? Well, how did we say we were going to handle this distribution? Like, there you go. That's it. There's nothing to think about. It's, it's unemotional and it's just business. So that was a really big one. And it solves so many of the, any, that solves so many of the problems you can run into is just having an agreement up front about how you handle things. So that was the big one. I think like, what do we see is not getting clear on what the goal is. Like, are, are we, and what are we investing in? And so the more specific you can get, it's just the more aligned and expectations you can have or you can be. And, and those are the most successful tribes. Like some just want to come together, put capital together and then learn how to invest in things, right? Like, so it's more about like getting their feet wet. Like we've never done real estate syndication. Well, let's form a tribe and invest in real estate syndication. And let's keep pulling capital and let's, let's do a, be an angel investor in a business. Cool. Let's do that for the first time together. So there's more about like, that's a tribe that had clear expectation that's leveling up together. And it's less about getting the, the best deal. It's more about, you know, getting into an asset class for the first time together. And then there's others that are like, no, let's part of the benefit of a tribe is one, we bring in more capital so we can get into better deals. Two, we have smart people with different backgrounds and perspectives looking at this deal. So we should have, we should make better decisions on these deals. And then, hey, we have a network here and I have access to so many deals within my network. And now there's five of us. So there's, we're just going to get more deal flow. So let's like leverage the deal, the power of the tribe to do the deal flow. So you just... It just ranges between what, what's the goal of the tribe, but there's clear benefits and advantages and numbers that are clear throughout. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I, I guess one last question I'd ask is just if you had any other general words of wisdom or major takeaways that you'd love for our audience to hold on to before just going forward. Yeah, I would say leveling up is hard. Leveling up is hard. and Society has told us, at least most of us, right, that didn't grow up in a country club, that that you need to do it. You need to do it alone. You, you need to you need to figure this out as an individual. And it's not true. You, we should be doing it together. The DIY, do it yourself, is a myth. Like you, you do need to level up on your own, and you should be investing on your own. But when it comes to scaling your business, when it comes to getting into a new type of investment, pull together with your colleagues. I mean, we work, like ton of doctors are coming together and finding safety in numbers to do deals. Attorneys love us, right? They don't want to be the one that has to, be, they don't want to be the neutral third party. They want to be one of the investors in the deal. And so they use TribeBest, right? Because we streamline everything that they're doing. But, you know, come together with people that you know, like, and trust, pull your capital and level up together and, and, and enjoy the journey. Enjoy the ride.
Awesome, man. Thank you so much, Travis. Really. Aziz, do you have any last questions for Travis? No, I think you kind of covered it. The power of the collective, I think, is really pivotal and very key. And both you and I have learned this. I mean, you with the syndication and myself as I've been working with Alex and some peers and friends and just creating this kind of investing collective. It's so much less daunting when you've got a group. And I mean, what is it? Your last deal was like a 64 unit apartment complex. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there was no way you would have done that on your own before without a collective. Yeah, yeah. And so, and I think team sport. it is yeah. a team sport. And also the idea of just making, especially I think for that first leap, right? Uh, the common phrase that I've heard about it is called analysis paralysis. It's like, let's just analyze and think about it and analyze and think about it and analyze and think about it. And at what point do you actually take that leap and jump off of that cliff and something like this that can reduce some risk for you and bring in some other benefits where you have the benefit of these other minds, these other intelligent people that are like-minded and objectives and everything, I think can really help to keep you energized, keep you moving forward and to kind of give you that courage to make the leap. And I'll say also that for my deal so far, our minimum investment has been $50,000 and it sucks because one of the things that I love about this is the idea that these private placement memorandums, which are normally reserved for only the wealthy accredited investor. If you invest with mine, we try to keep them available. We use the other exception in the SEC regulations, which allow us to share it with anyone as long as we have this pre-existing relationship. And when we have all these things and someone's interested and they like it, and we have a pre-existing relationship and they're sophisticated enough to understand the terms of what they're getting into, but they don't have $50,000. It sucks because I would love for that person to be able to invest. And I'll say from the perspective of the syndicator, we pick those numbers so that we're making progress towards our big down payment goal that we need to make sure to raise. So there's a need for it. But obviously something like this could really help because $5,000, $10,000, the, the money is still green. And mathematically, it's relatively easy to just do a proportional amount. So Anyways, I like the idea a lot and I think it'll help a lot of people who are interested get over that hump. So thank you. I think it's a really cool service and I think it's a really powerful message. Thanks, Trevor. And and also for anyone who kind of gets a sticker shot by like the $50,000 value. I know for a fact, like some of the early deals Alex was working on, a little bit smaller deals. So the numbers were a lot lower in terms of how much people had to buy in, which was more within the average per Joe Schmo's the bank account capability. So it's also looking at the size of the deals and not always be intimidated by the fact of like, oh, well, I don't have $50,000 to just drop. You can get started with something like this with just a couple of thousand dollars, if whatever you can. And showed us him and his family just did it over, you know, a span of a year. They had $30,000 and they did their first deal. So it's doable for anyone. Yeah, I think it is. And it's important to any like single family homes. I always say that a $50,000 investment in a syndication, it might end up being similar to what it would take to get into a single family home if you're going to be a buy and hold or a flipper or something like that, maybe even less than what it would take in terms of cash. So again, I didn't want this to turn into like a little pitch for syndication. I I wanted us to really (laughs) focus on what Travis is doing because, because I think it is exciting. And like I said, we really are going to have this call in another 15 minutes with a group of people. And one thing I'll say to the audience is that we are actually trying to form a community of like-minded investors on the show that we generally have different types of investment options for people. We've had people with note investing, real estate investing in single family, real estate investing in short-term, 
real estate through syndications, crypto. We have all these different people coming on the show and you can do any of it, but you can't do all of it. But maybe this is a path where maybe you could explore a more broad variety of different alternatives. So there's just a bunch of reasons why I think this is a cool thing. And I think we've been taking some notes and I think some of your tips, Travis, would be really helpful in our conversation in the next 15 minutes. Thanks again. So, yeah, let me know. And as you're forming that, or as you guys are talking to your community, we're actually launching a community partner program. So let me know what that looks like, but it could just mean discounts for your, anybody that comes in through your community. And yeah, uh, yeah I just really enjoyed the conversation here. You guys are doing important work and, and glad to be on the show. I think that like there's, one of my favorite proverbs is if you want to go, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And, and I think there's a lot to that. There's a lot to that. Great. Thank you so much, Travis. That's awesome. All right, guys. All right. I'm going to stop the recording. Me.